welcome. What a wonderful time for another episode of The Business of Life, the podcast for people who thrive on opportunities, drive to get to results, and seek input and ideas to quickly incorporate in life and in business. Hi there, it's Debbie Lundberg, author and founder and CEO of Presenting Powerfully, a Tampa, Florida-based national firm providing individuals and organizations with four things, keynotes and talks, strategy and facilitation, teaming and training, and executive presence coaching, all contributing to the enhancement of communication, behaviors, and relationships. Barb Zant here, corporate sales leader, founder of the lifestyle brand, the stay-at-work mom, and fashion stylist. As a lifetime learner, it's about the simple things, finding joy in all we do each day. So Debbie, who is that inspiring leader, that successful individual and interesting person who has chosen to make time for us today. Well, Barb, this person comes to us with a good heart, a good palate, and a really good sense of business. How so? Well, he's the chief operating officer of one of the most successful breweries around. He's been about everywhere promoting craft beer and quality, and all in the craft of brewing. He and his team have fun, give back to the community, and his favorite Cigar City brewing beer is the Guayabara Pale Ale. Hopefully I pronounced that correctly. <laughs> it's exciting to hear what we're about to learn from this entrepreneur who once had a dog at the brewery as the official greeter. How cool is that? So we're about to start our interview with somebody special, Justin Clark. Welcome, Justin. Before Debbie gets started with the interview, we like for our listeners to get to hear something special unusual or defining about you for that some reason if you don't get to share it here they would have never been exposed to it so justin do tell um i guess i would say that i started my career in beer of course at the age of 21 like any <laughs> responsible person would do um, but at, before that time while i was in college i actually worked at another brewery um, inside the orlando international airport and i so i got my start kind of cleaning kegs and working there at the same time, going to college for radio, um, so I have a communication degree, and uh, I worked in FM talk radio for about five years while starting my career in brewing. That is so cool. <laughs> no wonder you sound so good. He's going to put us to shame now, Barb. We're going to really have to step it up with our radio voices, right? <laughs> All right, so thanks, Justin. We're now moving on to the Business of Life podcast uh, the five questions, or excuse me, the four questions we like to ask every guest for insight and inspiration. So you ready, Justin? We're going to put that communication and radio background to the test. All right. So number one, what time do you get up in the morning and what's your daily routine to get your day started right? Um, so I usually get up around six o'clock. Um, it's about the earliest I get up unless, you know, I've got to catch a flight or something. Um, I like to start my day on my Peloton bike because... In this career, we have a lot of great beer, a lot of great meals, <laughs> and I needed to do something to uh, maintain some exercising and activity. After that, I'll get on, um, check a few emails that come in in the morning, and I'm very fortunate I get to walk my oldest son to school every time I'm in town. So we, he goes to Mitchell Elementary here locally, and we get to walk to school, enjoy some time together, um, and then it's time to get to the brewery. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's pretty much my daily routine as long as I'm in town. 
Sounds like you travel a lot, but you stick to that routine when you're here, so good for you. We love to hear about that because people really do want to know what somebody does to start strong so that you can stay strong and end strong. All right, number two, what's something other than that morning routine when you're in town that you believe if, if other people were to do it, it would set them up for an additional level of success? Something that's your little extra oomph that you feel you provide that often others don't. Um, I, I mean, I, I'm sure other people use this, but I think the key to the success that I've had is always surrounding myself by people smarter than me, which isn't very hard to find. Um, <laughs> but it is great to have, you know, an important team. You know, they're the people that have really collectively we've all built what Cigar City is and what it's become and what we're you know we're always evolving and changing and it's the team that we have here that is the expert in their individual department whether it's logistics and the shipping of beer in the marketing you know of course brewing the beer in the lab making sure quality is there and we have experts in each one of those things and I get to be the kind of coaching cheerleader that helps get the best out of them which makes us all succeed together. Absolutely, and we are here at the brewery, by the way, for everybody, and we are over 21, so <laughs> we're all okay, and so we're getting to see some of these people who really make it all happen, and that's wonderful. Uh, so number three, who or what, so hearing a little bit about the people, but who or what has been the biggest influence on your life, your success, and your continued focus, and what have you done with that influence? Um, I'd say if it's all right, I have a couple people that I could touch mm -hmm. on briefly, I think my, you know, I have a great relationship with my parents and they, they actually, when we moved to South Tampa, my parents ended up moving over here, which is great helping out with the kids with a busy career. Um, but they, you know, they set me up for success. Um, and so I, I've always looked at them as very influential people, um, encouraging me to be creative and try new things and not being afraid to fail. They, they've set me up for success, and like I said. And then in my career in beer, I've had quite a few people, but I'd say one that I'd like to touch on is Joey Redner, our founder. Um, I was hired here, started as a salesperson. I was the first salesperson, and he encouraged me and kept me along for the ride, and I became his right-hand man, and now I've taken over the day-to-day -day operations of the business, and you know, we definitely, get along great, but we don't always see eye to eye. Mm -hmm. And I think that is what has encouraged both of us to continue success. You know, it wasn't just have, keeping me around because I'd always say yes or, and, and just um, reassure what he wanted to do. I'd challenge things as he certainly challenged me to always be better. Um, and I don't think I'd be here in the position I am now if it wasn't for his leadership and guidance. And while he's not here uh, day to day, you know, I still get advice and influence from him. You know, we keep up all the time. And it's been great to keep a professional relationship. And also we have a personal friendship. And, you know, through thick and thin, that's never changed. So that's been pretty inspiring. That does sound inspiring because if you can have family and friends that you can go to, what a nice mix of things. And knowing that you don't agree is I love that, that our listeners are hearing that, because so often people want to make sure everybody agrees with them so they feel better about their ideas. But what, what a tribute to, to Joey that he was willing to listen to that, and now look where, where it's taken all of you. All right, so number four. Uh, while our series and ultimately our master class focuses on the positive and how to move forward in life, 
We still like to ask, what's one don't, one thing you wish you hadn't done, or something you wish others wouldn't do because it could potentially hold them back? I mean, I, I guess it seems like a canned answer, but you, you can't be afraid to fail, and you have to try new things. And there's a lot of lessons that can be learned in failure. Um, we do a festival every year called Hunapu Day where we release a Russian imperial stout that is only sold on that one day. And in fact, it's in two weeks from now uh, for this year. But in 2014, um, we used to host the event here at the brewery. And we ended up, consumers made counterfeit tickets. And we had about 8,000 people in the parking lot that you just parked in and realized there's not room for that. And it affected the neighborhood. Um, and so we really failed on putting on that event. And I guess it was our own, um, I guess we were naive. You know, we just didn't think, you know, we knew we were gaining popularity, but had no idea 8,000 people were going to come to our brewery to try to buy this beer. Um, and so we ended up having to refund everybody's money. Um, and, you know, so it really set us, the lesson that we learned is, one, bring in the right people to help plan an event that large, which right. we had just always done it ourselves, um, and it had grown beyond our capabilities. But then it really reminds you that at the end of the day, if you don't have your customers, we don't have a business. So it was our customer experience first. And we had turned from that day, um, you know, we thought we were never going to do the festival again. But we had, by refunding all, everybody's money and the way we reacted, brewing a makeup batch of beer for anybody that didn't get it, and we just gave it away, um, we, we earned the respect back from the customers. And they were actually practically demanding that we do it again. So against our better judgment, we then moved the festival to a larger space. And now it's continued to go on. And that, that day was one of the most miserable days I've had in the career just watching. We thought we had everything planned and it's just falling apart in front of your eyes. But then to learn from that and be able to come back and have a successful event every year since was, was quite an experience. Congratulations. Oh, and I've had the, the privilege and the pleasure of seeing you before and you've told that story and even hearing it now, it still surprised me, but that it's Hunapun Day, right? Hunapu Day, Hunapu yes. Day. And so it's in two weeks. So yep. people have a shot at it, right? Yeah, we'll, so, we'll so it's coming up in March. So they may get to hear this before it. And if not, then they'll, they'll be one of those yeah. hoping for it next year. So thanks for sharing that because we really do appreciate knowing what sometimes mistakes or failures, as you said, what they do for us and to remind people that it's, it's only a failure if you leave it. It can become yeah. successful if you make change. So thanks so much. Thanks, Justin. That was super powerful. And I love that last comment because so many people are afraid to fail that they wouldn't even have the festival in the first place. And then a lot of times that we're, we're defined with what we do with what happened when we failed and how we treat our customers, um, not just that problem. People will then focus on the failure and not how am I going to fix this and how am I going to make it right with my customers. That is um, great. And to just recap some of the things that you talked about is starting your day on the Peloton mic. I love that. Walk your son to school when you're in town. Um, surround yourself with smart people. Bring in the people that are uh, experts um, at, at what they do. Great relationships with friends and family. It's, uh, you know, want to work alongside uh, those that we uh, love and have, uh, you know, a leadership 
um, have a leader that uh, you can work alongside, that um, you challenge each other. So Debbie, one of the things that I love to do is uh, to take some of the things that uh, Justin talked about and implement them in what we do. Are you ready to do something like that with me? I'm ready, yeah. One of the things that you just said is, is about having the family and friends and something that if you're in agreement, we'll seek some feedback from people about the podcast. We may start with Justin for feedback on how it went and, and ensure that we challenge one another to give ourselves a chance not to get down a path that isn't, isn't uh, the way we want it to be. Love that. And keep getting leaders uh, like Justin and Amanda and the people who we've had on, on the show and make sure that we keep bringing good leaders who may challenge us with some things. But so, so Justin, that you know, Barb's right. We like to do these things. Our next podcast following this will be what we've done with what you've shared. So we hold ourselves accountable to take, you saw us taking notes, that we take the notes, and if there's something we're not doing, which there are things mm-hmm. that you talked about, then we promise to you for taking the time that we will implement them. In our next podcast, we'll talk about the successes and or failures and what we learn from them. So it's a it's a good way to honor you and let you know that we really do appreciate it. So you got to share in our four questions. Is there anything though that after hearing this and knowing what Barb and I are going to do, is there anything else that you wish you had a chance to share that you'd like to share now? Um, I would just say that you know in our industry, quality is uh, you know one of the most the most important aspect in all beer, you know, in quality beer, but I think that goes beyond just the manufacturing of beer. You want quality relationships, you want to surround yourself with quality people. I think if you focus on quality work, um, you know, this quality podcast here, uh, I think your life will be much more successful um, and you don't have to worry, um, you know, everything else takes care of itself if you start with quality. All right. Sounds smart, and like we can focus on that as well. So focus on quality. Thanks, Justin. So please know, listeners, you can stay connected with Justin on LinkedIn. Follow him and the brewery on Twitter at Cigar City Beer. So it's Cigar City Beer, correct? And check out their website at CigarCityBrewing.com. We are here, and it's fascinating. I've gotten to be here a few times. And heck, just stop by the tasting room. Their hours are terrific. So if you're around Tampa Bay to live, work, or play, they are at 3924 West Spruce Street, right here in Tampa. They will not have 8,000 people in the parking lot. There's plenty of room for the tasting room. So everyone, thank you for joining us for this episode of The Business of Life the podcast for successful people, embracing every chance to accomplish and experience all you can in business and in life. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you.